Welcome to Paradox Walk Podcast, specializing in paranormal activity, UFOs, cryptids, strange and bizarre stories, glitches in the matrix, anything completely out of the ordinary. Today's episode will be going over a shape-shifting shadow person story and somebody that heard a disembodied voice but didn't just hear it for themselves, they heard it with their own father in the house talking about them. Very scary stuff. So to jump right into it, go to the first story here. A person like babysitting kids in a park that chased after this uh, something like a shadow person that came walking up with the children. I heard this on the Madame Madame Macabre YouTube channel. She doesn't list her original sources, but there is a really in-depth website. I think it's called shadowpeople.org. Let me see. Yes, shadowpeople.org. That's the website. But this one was a shapeshifter. They start off by saying that they were doing things in the park with like a little bonfires, roasted marshmallows and stuff. And the kids were kind of running around. And so they were kind of gathering the kids together. And so this is the quote. The kids weren't too hard to find, but this is where things start to take a turn towards the paranormal. Halfway through the park, we saw a dark figure of what appeared to be a small child. Thinking it was one of the siblings we were looking for, we naturally started to run toward it. And at this point, the figure started making a dash toward the back of the park. So we gave chase and started yelling for the child to stop. As this dark black colored figure is reaching the end, the most screwed up, completely frightening thing that I have ever seen in my life ensued next. The dark childlike figure turns white, starts running on all fours for like 10 feet, runs straight up a tree like a cat, and uses the elevation to jump over the six and a half foot wall to the apartment complex. Obviously this scared the piss out of us so we ran in terror back back to the front of the park. That figure was completely solid and I have three eyewitnesses who can back my claim. The only question is what the hell was that? Man, uh, somebody recently just kind of just somebody that I was kind of talking to about some paranormal stuff said that they uh, I think they lived in they lived in Nevada. I don't know if it was Vegas or not. I want to say Vegas. And she said that just right out front in the neighborhood in a clear day was like a dark black shadow figure that was walking around on all fours like a dog. But she said it didn't have like the head or face of a dog and it didn't have a tail like a dog, but it was just kind of walking around on all fours. And she's she just kind of said it didn't it didn't necessarily pay attention or just kind of was like looking around like going through yards and stuff of the house and she said she said it just kind of quickly just kind of ran away she said it was really really big but it was uh just a solid black figure i don't know i've heard different maybe there's a whole bunch of different types of these things i did hear this one i've looked for this one story check this out i'm just going to tell it from memory because i searched and searched for this forever and i couldn't find it I think I heard this from a KJ Osborne video um, when he he started doing his own like podcasts and stuff and and different websites. So I can't figure out. It's kind of hard to track down his material if it was from a few years ago. But it went something like this. Somebody walking through a major city comes across like a shadow figure that was it seemed kind of stuck or injured in like near an alley between a couple buildings. And this person walks up to it and the thing turns into a bunch of different shapes like over and over like it tried to turn into a cat and it didn't really work and then it tried to turn into a dog and it didn't really work and then finally it just turned itself into a person but it was still like a shadow person 
and started speaking all these different languages to the person that was like a regular person that was walking up to it. And it sounded like it was just cycling through like every language that it could go through until the, the guy or girl just shouts out English. And then the thing just starts talking English to it like, all right, we'll speak English or something. And then it, they go on to ask it what it is and what's wrong with it. When they asked it what it was, the shadow person came up with the word fireman. That made me think, Is it, does it use like fire to make itself or is it like made out of some type of fire? I also heard another story. I think it was on the same, he was reading like a bunch of these stories and the one he read before it or right after it, someone watched a, a shadow person stand like off on a cliff with some like vegetation around it and grass and stuff. And after the shadow person left, the human like walked over to where it was standing and all the stuff in a big circle around it was burned. Just makes me think like maybe there some of these things are made out of fire. So the person ends up, to get back to the story of the one in the alley, the person ends up asking it like besides like what it is, like what it's doing there. And the thing goes on to explain that it said like I would describe myself most similar to what you would call like an adolescent in your like life style i wasn't supposed to like come here like my parents were like against it and my dad is looking for me but i got hurt when i came here and it'll take me a little bit for me to like recover and i'm kind of stuck right now it'll be like the equivalent of you getting in trouble you know from one of your parents and and I'll like end up getting back to, you know, once I'm better, I'll be able to get back to like what I was doing or something. It was, it was a really bizarre story. And I tried searching some of like the keywords from this thing. I, I don't know if anybody can find that story of, of the, the adolescent shadow person that calls himself a fireman. That would be great. Or KJ, if KJ can like kind of go over that again or find that story, he, he digs up some, he used to do these podcasts. It's the KJ Osborne, the scariest movie ever channel. But he he made a website. I think it's called whoiskjosborne.com. And he finds a lot, a lot of uh, really interesting material. But this was years ago, and I thought I'd be able to find that story, and I can't. Just recently had some issues to like finding things on the internet, and it seemed to happen after 2016. But let's get back to the next story here is a disembodied voice that was very scary. This is a person, this was a Reddit post, and I think it's in Paranormal, I got this. It's titled, A Strange Voice That Acknowledged Us Looking Towards It? Question mark. Quote, here's a really strange thing that happened at my parents' house a week or two ago. I can't get it out of my head because of how bizarre it was. To give a little description of their house, it's an open floor plan, so, there's, so there aren't any walls obscuring any room. The only rooms that have walls are the bedrooms, and that's really it. Me and my dad were the only ones home, and we were watching The Mandalorian. We had just finished an episode when we heard a voice coming from a st the stairway behind the couch. As clear as day, we heard a man's voice saying, Hey, Kevin, look at this. We both whipped our heads towards it, and it was followed by the same voice saying, Oh, shit, they can hear us. And that was it. It was really bizarre. Never had anything like that happen before. If you're not familiar with uh, one of the Mandela effects, that's a pretty major one. The Publishers Clearinghouse was a major, major sweepstakes in the United States in the late, late 80s, early 90s. And the main spokesman was Ed McMahon. And to give you an idea of how crazy these were, every time you would go to your grandparents' house, there would be basically every other day 
a mail, like old-fashioned mail, like what they call snail mail. There was the largest campaign had to be like of all time. It would mail these obnoxious envelopes saying, dear blah, 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 you might already be a winner. But now the thing about the Mandela effect is supposedly all of that sweepstakes never existed. All of it. Ed McMahon, they say, never did a spokesman person for that campaign. I suspect that they got sued, you know, for running some kind of scam like that. And they collected, it was like their way of getting all these, like, I think it was magazine subscriptions or something like that. I'm suspecting, like, somebody wanted to make it so, like, they never did that campaign in the first place, is my guess. I don't know. Anybody that was alive back then will tell you that that was a major campaign, major, it was some kind of weird contest where, I don't know the details because all I saw was the commercials all the time with Ed McMahon, and I saw those envelopes getting mailed at my grandma's house with Ed McMahon. There was a couple different kinds. There was one that was like orangish tannish or what you'd call beige maybe. I'm not very good with colors, but um, it had his face like drawn with like a little sharpie it looked like. It, was, it wasn't like a photograph and it would, you know, try to lure the people in to do the magazine buying. And then there was a, a big white one that would say the person's name, whoever they were mailing it to. And then there would be in big letters, you already are a winner or something like that. Or it'd say, you may have already won. And then it would put this huge amount of money. Like, it wasn't even just a million dollars. I think it was like $10 million. And it was uh, targeted towards like the elderly. And supposedly the Mandela effect about that is, is that that never happened. And they always have some fake name for some other thing that they're saying we're confusing it with, but we're not. I don't even know what the other one was, but... Just like they always have something lined up for us to confuse the other thing with. But my point to all of this is, if all of that is true and we're misremembering, my question is, think about this. Why do I even know who Ed McMahon is? I never watched Star Search. I ne- Johnny Carson wasn't on TV when I was growing up. I'm not that old. I never once saw an episode of Johnny Carson. I never once watched an episode of Star Search completely. The only reason I know the name Ed McMahon is from Publishers Clearinghouse. So why do I know who Ed McMahon is if Publishers Clearinghouse never existed? So these are things that people, when people bring up the Mandela effect, it's not some stupid joke or something. It's not people misremembering because I have no reason to know who that man is. Think about that. So for this example, it's not misremembering, it's actual remembering. Why do I remember Ned McMahon? He's a real person, right? Why would I remember him? The reason I know who Ed McMahon is is from opening all those publishers' clearinghouse envelopes at my grandma's house. All these things are weird, right? What if what's going on is something a bit like that movie that just came out with Ryan Reynolds? It's called Free Guy. If you have never seen that movie, it's pretty simple. They write a computer program. It's kind of like Sims took the game sims and mixed it with grand theft auto or something where people just go crazy in there and just do whatever one of the npc characters kind of gets sentient and figures out what's going on he doesn't necessarily know it's a game but he kind of starts figuring these things out what if the real world isn't exactly like that but i guess a little bit like that because everything is code even me speaking right now it's like sounds get transferred into meaning our genetics is code everything you look at is some kind of code um, or can be interpreted that way so okay so we can establish that it's kind of like that but 
what happens in this movie is the actual some of the actual programmers and game designers actually kind of jump into the game and they become like gods right they can like manipulate anything and this starts freaking out the character free guy ryan reynolds character it's really confusing for him what if that's what all these spirits and weird aliens and stuff kind of are like before humans were even made or whatever what if these things were almost they had like a higher level of control over everything than us and some of them just kind of went crazy with the like the power of it all and they you know kind of just became like these monstrous type things instead of being like friendly to us and like seeing how we're going they just kind of went crazy and wanted to be mean and like evil and they just kind of went bonkers with power and they look a bunch of different ways they come at us with a bunch of different disguises and costumes and and that's I don't know. It's just kind of. I just kind of thought of that when somebody started talking about that movie. I'm like, I don't know. I think running 20 episodes of a podcast without kind of trying to figure out what's going on with all this weird stuff would be kind of useless. So, I don't know. Just an idea to throw out there. It seems like something like that's going on in, in some sort of way, but who knows? I don't even know if we'll ever know on this side of things, but. Anyway, I'd like to thank everybody for checking out the podcast. Um, The music is Downbeat 88. The intro is called The Dark. The final track outro is called The Moment of Peace. I'd like to thank my first Patreon, Roxy. My Patreon is patreon.com slash paradoxwalk. Remember to put the RSS feed in to be notified of all the latest episodes or click the bell or whatever on YouTube or however it works out. And hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.